absolutely nothing to offer God spiritually except for your your sins when you have nothing in your hand to give God except empty hands then that is exactly what you need hello this is pastor John this is Pastor Tim. And this is Every Moment His. It's the podcast yeah, that we, we do each week. That's right. Podcast yep. of Holy Cross Lutheran, bringing it, br- spitting at you here from Kearney, Nebraska. <laughs> here in K-Town. Yeah, we are uh, just just heading into the Christmas week. Yeah. We had an ugly sweater Christmas party at the office here today. It was beautiful. Yep. And you, you have a lovely crazy looking sweater on it with kittens and and i have a a two dollar goodwill special yeah and I can smell it from here <laughs> yeah we're, we're partying yeah so oh, speaking of so we're, we're heading into christmas we we're, are there's 12 days of christmas yeah there are and so actually christmas it's not christmas yet pastor tim it's advent right now we're still in advent yes yeah this is the last couple days of advent does advent stop on christmas or christmas eve I think it stops like halfway through Christmas Eve. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. When we light the Christ candle, that's the end of Advent. See, I'm not a liturgical expert. Yeah, or just that fixated on it. Yeah, right. But Christmas is coming. It is coming. Yep, we're ready for that. Yeah. And then we have 12 days. I I find people are ready for Christmas to be kind of over a couple days. Right when it begins. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's because we... Uh, we have Christmas kind of shoved down our throats because of the marketing thing. It starts in like October. Yeah, and the Christmas music has been going yeah. for that as long as well. And we we haven't done Advent. Got to do Advent. So I'm I'm kind of personally I'm kind of a stickler. I don't really listen to Christmas music uh, until about this week, generally. Yeah, you can. Yeah, this week. Yeah, I listen to Advent music. I love Advent music. Yeah. So Kelly won't allow us to start doing Christmas stuff until yeah. like this week. Like we put up our tree kind of late um, because she's like, it's not Christmas yet. And and like if you OD on Christmas, yeah, like the first week of December. <laughs> yeah, you'll be in withdrawals. It, yeah, it gets to be <laughs> Christmas and you're like, I'm just done with this. Um, yeah, so there's 12 days of Christmas, but many people are. can't handle 12 days because they've already had 30 days of Christmas. Yeah, so before. more days to eat sweets. <laughs> yeah. And drink eggnog. Hey, that's good news. Yeah. Uh, eggnog fan? No. <laughs> Just no. May- maybe one for me. I like traditional eggnog with real nutmeg on it. It was okay. like a thing that happened in Christmas time for me as a kid, and I kind of yeah. liked it. I like uh, oyster stew, rather. Yeah, I think I would like that, too. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's really it's good for your cholesterol. thing. So then we'll head in after Christmas. We're heading into Epiphany. And yes. Do you want to hear an Epiphany joke? Are there Epiphany jokes? Of course. <laughs> okay. All right. So Epiphany, of course, um, we celebrate the the Magi coming. So what did the Magi say after giving the baby Jesus his first two presents? What? But wait, there's myrrh. <laughs> 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 
That is, that has the, the essence of your sweater. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we're heading from Christmas into Epiphany. I like that one. There's more. Um, yeah. And uh, in, the, in the Epiphany season, we're kind of discovering Jesus, discovering his miraculous work often, discovering his teachings. And mm-hmm. we're going to be going into a sermon series on his teachings and kind of the one of the cornerstone uh, parts of Jesus's public ministry is his Sermon on the Mount. Yep, Sermon on the Mount. Uh, it's three chapters, chapter five, six, and seven in Matthew's Gospel. It's uh, pretty foundational, I would say, for just what the kingdom of God looks like, what it means to live under the rule of Jesus. It's kind of Jesus's ethics, his his giving us, I think, really the heart of the law. Yeah, not just the outward performing of the law, but yeah. the but the heart of it. And then in the early part of the uh, Sermon on the Mount, we get what's called the Beatitudes, uh, the blessed statements. So blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the meek, blessed are those who mourn, etc. And so during this uh, season of Epiphany, uh, basically January and February, we're going to be preaching on each of these blessed are statements. Uh, from Matthew chapter 5. So really, uh, a sermon preached on a single sentence Yeah. Uh, each Sunday. But there's a lot packed into those sentences. Yeah, it's, I mean, they're, his teachings, first of all, I think they're so central, but they're, they're a little bit of a, a, an enigma or a riddle. They're kind of elusive. They are. You uh, have to kind of tease them out. And you have to read them in context with the rest of the Jesus story, you know, mm-hmm. to make sense of them. Yeah. Um, because they are, like, for instance, you know, we s- he says, blessed are uh, the meek, because they shall inherit the earth. Uh, or blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And they, they all seem to be saying that something that we would describe as a deficit. So yeah. being meek is not a great he- earthly value. Or mourning or yeah. being poor in spirit. Yeah, you just think, uh, that's the situation I don't want to be in. Right. But Jesus says they're blessed. He uses the word that's kind of like happy, right? They're happy. Yeah, yeah. And, and the word is interesting because there's two words for bless in both Greek and in, in Hebrew. And uh, the one word bless, like uh, blessed be the Lord, bless the Lord, O my soul. Uh, the mm. Lord bless you and keep you. That comes from a Hebrew word, uh um, it's a Barak, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Baruch, yep. Baruch, Atah, Adonai. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, he blessed are you, O Lord. Yeah. And uh, and then also, I think that's Eulogesomai. Uh, uh, I have yeah. to go back and look at my Greek. <laughs> you but, got me there. But it, it means really to bless. And so that word bless can mean that we're blessing God or that we're receiving blessing. But it's actually a really distinct word that Jesus is using here, makarioi. Yep. And... Uh, uh, or makarios, it means uh, blessed. And it goes back to this Hebrew word, ashrei. And ashrei means happy or to be envied. So, for example, the first psalm says, uh, blessed is the one who walks not in the counsel of the, the wicked. You know, or yeah. Psalm 32, blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. It, it it really communicates this, that you are in an enviable status. Yeah, like a fortunate state. Fortunate being, state, yeah. yeah, that you are just blessed. 
So when Jesus says, hey, you're in a fortunate, fortunate state if you're mourning. Yeah, that's counterintuitive. It is. And so that's, I think that's part of why this, uh, this set of sayings from Jesus has been such a fascinating part of his teaching to us because it forces us to say, well, how can that, how can that possibly be true? Yeah, and it's only possible in Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so none of these things that Jesus says are, are true unless we look at them through his life, death, and resurrection. Apart from Jesus, all of these are just happy, trivial, cat posters. Weird, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like cat posters. Just kind of good <laughs> vibes, you know. None of these things can be true unless they're true in Jesus. Right. So, like, Buddha couldn't take these statements or, you know, uh, Muhammad couldn't take these statements and say they're actually true. They're only true in Jesus because he's the only one who can create a reality in which such things are really yeah, true. Yeah, where this actually makes sense to say. Yeah. So I- in these, uh, there's a future element. There's a present element. In yeah, Jesus, I think there's, there's a, a present pattern, right? and a future. Because yeah. Jesus always says, in this state, you know, blessed are you if you're mourning because you will be comforted. Right. Right. So he always points to you're seemingly in a deficit place now, but you're actually, you should be blessed or in a happy state of being because if this is the case, then therefore you will be comforted. You will inherit the earth if you're meek. Mm -hmm. And so he points to this kind of great reversal, um, which is one of the great themes of the Bible that uh, when God's kingdom comes, uh, everything is reversed. I thought about Simeon's song, you know, you just preached on the Nunc Dimittis and Simeon's song. And one of the things that Simeon says to Mary is that Jesus will cause the rising and the falling of many in Israel. Yeah, right. Or I was thinking about Mary's song where Mm -hmm. Mary says, you know, that you have cast down the mighty from their thrones, but the lowly you've lifted up. Raised up, yeah. The uh, rich you've sent away empty, but the... um, but the poor you've filled. Yeah, so there's this great reversal that happens with the kingdom mm. of Jesus when it comes. And I think there's a good big question for all of us to ponder is, which kingdom is going to last? Yeah. Which is the real kingdom? And, you know, I think the language is interesting too because, you know, language is sort of in this free state where it begins to gradually change over time. And so words that are sometimes scriptural words, like blessed or blessed, can become sort of whatever the heck we want them to mean. And so I've noticed, and maybe you've noticed too, and I think I've preached on this a little bit, that that sometimes that word blessed is kind of this term that just means, well, what does it mean? Yeah, (laughs) It's one of those words that means everything and nothing at the same time. It means that I'm on a boat. I'm, y- I'm on a yacht. I'm blessed. It's this idea, hashtag blessed, of yeah. like you got these like celebrities who take like a humble brag selfie <laughs> of yeah. them like on their yacht or their perfect beach vacation and just like, I'm just so hashtag blessed. Yep. <laughs> and well, is that what Jesus meant when he said, you know, blessed are? <laughs> yeah. So, so I think this sermon series is, is an interesting opportunity for us as modern-day Western sort of affluent Christians living in a society with a lot of plenty uh, to really ask this question, when we talk about being blessed and Jesus talks about being blessed, are we talking about the same thing? Yeah, and I think 
part part of me does not want to do this sermon series, um, and the reason is because I don't know if I always want to go with Jesus where He wants to take us. Mm, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know if you know we were just studying in in uh, Sunday Bible class the word love, this agape love, and Saint John says, you know, if God has loved us this way by giving His Son into death, mm-hmm. not with with no expectation of return on his investment. If God has loved us this way, we also should love one another this way. And he uses the same word. And I just think, ah, I don't, honestly, I don't necessarily want to do that. Yeah, um, because love is like uncomfortable and inconvenient. Yeah. Kind of like your sweater. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, it, someone in the class brought up, um, adoption Mm -hmm. or fostering yeah you know i know that's something you've been thinking about Mm -hmm. and and i think man it that sounds great i'm all for people who do that but man it to bring a child into my house that's already kind of teetering on sanity (laughs) right (laughs) and i'm gonna throw more challenge into that yeah but it's like yeah that's what kind of this selfless Mm self-giving self-inconveniencing love and i think a lot of me just says, yeah, I just want to be, I want to be hashtag blessed. I want to be comfortable. I don't want to be like kingdom blessed. I want to yeah, be yeah. hashtag blessed. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna be, I w- I'm cool with, you know, silk pajamas blessed. Yeah. Not necessarily uh, giving myself into poverty blessed for other Can people's like sake. Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. Treat is that on a, what show is that? Uh, Parks, and, Parks Rec. and Rec. Yeah. You yeah. Treat yourself. That's kind of, I'd say that's kind of what hashtag blast is. Yeah. It's kind of the American style. Spoil yourself. Just spoil yourself rotten. You deserve it. You deserve it. Um, Well, yeah, and I agree with you. This is, I think, kind of the struggle of sanctification, of becoming more like Jesus, is that I totally am on board with the idea of love. Mm -hmm. I love the idea of love, you know, loving the way Jesus loves. But then when it comes to, like, doing that, when I would rather not, you know, and I think that whether that be in your home, you know, and you got kids who are like, can you make me a really complicated breakfast before you leave and you're already late? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff like that, you know? Um, Yeah. I mean, it is difficult, but I'm, I'm hoping that this sermon series will stretch us and, and I think it's, it's got to stretch the preachers first. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I think again, it forces us to contemplate, is it true, right? Is it true that the val- true value or the treasure of the kingdom of heaven, is it really coming, you mm-hmm. know, in Christ, like eternal life and where th- all the riches, all the comforts of this life will just be burned up and not in- in- insignificant? Uh, and if that's the case, then we should follow, you know, take up our cross and follow Jesus and find yeah. those ways to serve people uh, even to our own personal loss because we know it's all going to be given back in mm-hmm. Christ plus glory. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that this sermon series will be challenging for us. I think it will, will help us to like just reevaluate like is my definition of blessed the same as God's definition and might I need to maybe readjust a little bit and, and flip things upside down and see that what I might call um, unfortunate is actually fortunate and and there's opportunity even in pain but but i also i really hope that this sermon series can be deeply comforting because Mm. 
you know, for those who are mourning, for those who are experiencing loss, for those who are living in this year that we've lived in, mm-hmm. um, how, how does the gospel really just address that? Yeah. And really just give us the ability to say, you know, I am blessed even though yeah. everything's a mess. Because, yeah, I think we've been focusing, or I've been focusing on the, the moral, kind of moral following of Jesus mm-hmm. and imitation of him. But mm-hmm. there's also just this simple reality that, yeah, if you have gone through great loss and you are mourning, God promises you in Jesus that there will be a day when he wipes your tears away and yeah. you will be comforted and so rejoice. Yeah, even that so first that one, uh, I've been working with that first one a little bit, getting ready for it. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Hmm. And I just love that because, um, you know, every religion or philosophy or program in the world is based on how well you can perform. It's based on how well you can jump through the hoops and be impressive. And and so Jesus is saying here that when you have absolutely nothing <laughs> to offer God spiritually except for your, your sins, when you have nothing in your hand to give God except empty hands, then that is exactly what you need. There's a line in the Jesus Storybook Bible by uh, Sally Lloyd-Jones that says the only thing that you need uh, to have God is to not have anything. Hmm. And hmm. and I think that's where it's at. So Cool. Well, yeah, I look I look forward to uh digging into these these statements of Jesus and and taking them seriously mm-hmm. and uh being challenged by them and comforted by them. Yep, all um, the above. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, cool. Yep, and so we are closing out 2020. Good riddance 2020. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go down in the books. We should well, I think we have to praise God for another year. Um, yeah. It has been an inconvenient year. It has. We've learned some things, but it's, yeah. I think we're all kind of taking a deep breath and <laughs> yeah. letting 2020 pray. go. Yeah. We should know. pray for a blessed t- 2021. Yeah. Hashtag blessed in 2021. Um, yeah, man. But uh, yeah, we've got some good stuff on the horizon for the podcast and really just, I think one of our goals this this new year is to just be really intentional and in planning out way ahead to have some some guests on the podcast, to have some really interesting topics. Uh, just really want to use this as a resource to continue to to teach and to shepherd and to lead and to have good conversations, maybe conversations we can't always have in a 20-minute sermon, Yeah. Um, but that we can have here. Yeah, and speaking of that, if you have uh, something you would like us to talk about or questions, you can send them uh, to our email um, mm-hmm either at the church or just one of our personal emails, uh, tbarone at hclk.org, and we can uh, try to address those. Yep. All right, so have a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Blessed New Year. Yep. See you next time.